the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. By Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in there at Anderson Speaks. Or Dr. David Anderson will get you to my web uh, page as well as to my Facebook page. So thank you so much for tuning in there. I'm waving to all of you. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C. and the metropolitan area, some surrounding communities like West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So there you have it. This is a call-in talk show. I am your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. We like to help you build a bridge over divides in your life, whether color, class, culture, uh, whether it's uh, race, religion, relationships. But today is Theological Thursday. You know how we roll. We have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays. That's today. And then tomorrow, open phone and Friday. But today is Theological Thursday, and today's topic is the theology of forgiveness. The theology of forgiveness. Do you need to be forgiven? Do you need to forgive someone else? What does God's word have to say about forgiveness? What do you have to say about it, and and how can I help free you? Uh, help you uh, free yourself, help you open up a relationship with the ultimate forgiver, uh, God himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Maybe you're just struggling with some hurt and some resentment and some bitterness, and you're just not feeling this forgiveness thing at all, but you still want to talk to me. Well, guess what? That's why I'm here, and my phone number is 888 432 7434. 
my number once again live in studio. And this is a call in talk show, 888 432 7434. Now, if you want to remember the number, it's not always easy to remember. So just remember the word bridge, 888 43 bridge. Today, we're talking about forgiveness. Now, before we move on, let's talk to the one who does all the forgiving and uh, commit our show over to him now. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you that you do forgive us, that you came up with the concept of forgiveness. And I pray for my listeners today that you would uh, help them walk with me and me with them as we talk about what it means to be forgiven and to forgive others. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, Amen and Amen. Well, if you want to give me a call today, you have a question about the theology of forgiveness, the concept of it, uh, whether you personally are forgiven, need to forgive, uh, then I want to talk to you and I want you to ask me whatever questions you have and let's deal with that. But let me just kick it off since it's Theological Thursday with my theological bias. All right. Everyone's not going to agree with me, but I believe that you can forgive anyone even when they don't ask for forgiveness. That's right. In fact, I believe you should. So if somebody hurts you, before they even come and say, hey, look, I'm sorry, you ought to have a forgiving spirit. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. So don't get uh, that twisted. I'm not twisted on it, so I don't want you to be twisted on it. But at the same time, I believe that God calls us to forgive. Why? Because we have the power to forgive whether somebody else offers us that power or not. So if I hurt you and uh, and you say, well, David, when you come and repent before me and, and, and tell me that you're sorry, then I'm going to forgive you. Yeah, that's the normal way of doing it, and that's biblical. The Bible says somebody has, you know, you have something against somebody, you show them what they've done. If they repent, then you forgive them. So that part is true too. But I do believe that when I've hurt you, You can say, David, I forgive you even before I ask because you have the power of forgiveness in your hands. You see, when you've been forgiven by God, you have a power to forgive other people even before they ask. In fact, maybe they'll never ask. Maybe they've already passed away. Maybe they're living somewhere else and they're not even thinking about what they've done to you. Do you know that you're still in bondage if you will not release them? So forgiveness is a power that God has given you, and it only takes one person to forgive, and that is you. You don't need two people in the process to forgive. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not even know what they are doing. He forgave before we even asked. So uh, I think we can do the same thing. I think that's the first process in reconciliation. Forgiveness takes one. Reconciliation takes two. Now, this is what happens. People get confused by that. They think, well, if I forgive him, that means I got to go back and live with him again. No. If I forgive him, that means I'm just going to have to not require him to pay me back what he stole. No. Forgiveness is something of the heart. Uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go back into a situation where you don't have agreement. That's called reconciliation. When two people agree together to walk a certain way, that's reconciliation. 
But you can forgive without reconciling. Now, it's great to reconcile, but you see, it takes two to reconcile. If I want to reconcile with you, but you don't want to deal with me, well, guess what? We can't reconcile. I got to live with it, and it's terrible. But the reality is I can't make you want to walk with me. We both have to make an agreement that I'm not going to act stupid anymore and that we're going to walk together in agreement. That's reconciliation. Now, we may never get to that point, but that doesn't mean you have to not forgive me. You can still forgive me even though we're not reconciled because guess what? It takes two to reconcile and we've got to come to some agreement. I'm not going to reconcile with you if you're going to keep kicking me in the jaw. Right. And so we got to set some standards and some boundaries. Anyway, I sure hope I've laid a foundation. Now, if you want to talk to me about it, give me a call now while I'm going to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, I'm coming to the phone lines. I'll kick it off in Manassas, Virginia with Jennifer. And I want to talk to you as well. So this is the time get in, where you fit in. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water rises. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? Well, I'm doing just fine. I hope you're doing fine as well. And I just know that you are forgiven by Almighty God. I want you to know that he is the one who does forgive. And he's just waiting for you uh, to come to him. 
and ask him for that forgiveness so you can apply it to your life. Even if forgiveness is extended to you, uh, it's like a gift, isn't it? You have to receive that forgiveness so you can live free. If I forgive you, but I don't tell you, or if I forgive you, but you don't receive it, then guess what? It's still not yours. Forgiveness is me extending it to you and you finally receiving it. Now, if I extend it to you, I'm free. But whether you're free or not is going to depend on whether you receive that. And so now we get to see how the theology of forgiveness works in our lives. If you want to talk to me about it, give me a call. Maybe you have a specific situation. Here's my number, and then I'm going to go to my phone lines. They are now open, and I have two lines left if you want them. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Manassas, Virginia, and kick the show off with Jennifer, who's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Um, I have a little problem. I have um, a half-sister that uh, was homeless, Mm -hmm. and she was down in Columbia, South Carolina, sleeping at the bus stop along with her husband. Um, To try to make a long story short, I had not talked to her for about 15 years. Mm. She's my half-sister by my mother. All of us was adopted out by other family members. So I hadn't talked to her, reconnected on Facebook, and Mm -hmm. um, later found out that she was, you know, going through um, a homeless situation, living from relatives to relatives down in South Carolina, ended up at the bus stop, offered um, offered that she could come up. To Virginia to stay with me okay. for a little while to get on her feet. Yeah, and um, I didn't offer it to her husband because her husband had some weird ways back okay. in the day when I knew her. Okay, so I did offer her. She accepted it. She came on up, and um, she does get a, a, a about seven eight hundred dollars a month. Her husband gets about three hundred. So I called her out. No rent. You know, she didn't have to pay anything. Just okay. save her money. Good. Well, later I found out, I walked in on her one day, and she's sending money to other men online. She's mm-hmm. gotten caught up into this, um, where Africans and people uh, are asking her for money online, are telling her that they love her, mm-hmm. her telling, you know, these men, she loves them online and stuff like that. Okay. And she admitted to sending them money, sending them hundreds of dollars. She don't have that much money. Yeah, she's um, being, I do think she's, she's being scammed. No, she's being scammed. Right, right. So what's your question, Jennifer? Um, What I want to know is I'm trying to um, get her back on her feet. She was supposed Mm -hmm. to be on the savings plan, but she did not do it. She's Mm -hmm. absolutely broke. She's been with me three months. Mm -hmm. She's not being charged anything. She don't have to buy her food. Mm -hmm. I asked her to stop sending these men money, but she won't stop. She Mm -hmm. said it's her privacy. So what's your question? um, my question is, should I go ahead and release her? I think you go ahead and set a date for her to release her at the date that you feel is appropriate. If it's three more months or if it's three more weeks, set a date. Let her know ahead of time that by this date, 
you know, I'm going to have to uh, ask you to leave if I don't see any change. Or maybe you do see change and you still want her out by August or by December or by June. You know, whatever it is, I do think that it's important when someone lives with you to have an agreed upon date on when they're going to leave. Otherwise, they will be a squatter and they will not leave. We've we've even seen it in the news. A, a 30-year-old son won't, won't leave. Uh, so they have to take legal action to get him out. So uh, the question is, how long can you take it? How long do you want to allow yourself to uh, be compassionate and kind? How much can you afford? These are all personal decisions, but it doesn't make you mean. It doesn't make you unkind. In fact, you don't want to enable uh, her, but at the same time, you don't want her living out in the streets. But if she's not willing to help herself, you do have to draw a line somewhere. So let me ask you, Mm -hmm. where's a good line for you? Is it 30 days? Is it through the end of the year what's a good line for you if she did shape up if she did shape up yeah um if she did shape up and save the money so they could get on their feet because she makes the most mm-hmm. money she gets the most money from social security okay. at this time uh, if she did shape shape up i would say december Okay. Probably a good time because she will have a few thousand dollars if she followed the plan. Okay, so but, that's that's good then. You know, so um, you got need to give her two options here. So option A is listen. If you get back on this plan, you are welcome to stay here through the end of the year through Christmas, and then after that, uh, you know it's time for you to move on. New year, new start, and uh, you know I'm going to be your new cheerleader. Okay, so there's that one. Here's option two. If you don't shape up, now let me ask you, Jennifer, if she doesn't shape up, she continues to do what she's doing, she kind of doesn't care what you think about it, how long can you do that? 30 days? Three weeks? A week? Um, Well, it's probably a week because I'm really fed up with it. Um, (laughs) You know, it's been three months, and um, she's not going to help herself. Using the excuse to stay in my house free is yeah. not, you know, it's not beneficial for her, and the, the goal is just not being met. Got I would it. want her to go in the summer okay. um, and go back to her husband because she does have a husband, right? So, well, you can't, you can't manage him. You can't manage all that. You can't manage where she goes and what she does. That'll drive you crazy, and she'll use that to tell you uh, to try to negotiate more time. What I think I'd have you do is, okay. is to treat it like a job. When you have a job, you usually give a two-week notice, okay? So I would give a two-week notice, the middle of the month, whatever that date is. I'd give a two-week notice and say, hey, listen, it's time for you to move on. We did the best we could do, uh, and you're not on with the plan. I'm not on with your plan, so let's part ways. I hope you're thankful for the time we had, but I've got some other plans i got to do as well. Uh, and so I think that may be the best way to go. What do you think about that advice? I think that's that's a good plan. It's a, that is something I would definitely implement um, mm-hmm. because I, you know, I can't 
she doesn't she's not gonna let me look her bank account or anything. Yeah. And she started lying to me, telling me she sent money to her husband. So I called the husband, he said yeah. she hasn't sent him anything. He, he didn't get a dime. So it was just you Yeah, know. so she's being scammed, she's scamming, but you gave her some respite mm-hmm. for three months. I'd give her Again, a two-week mm-hmm. warning now. If you want to be more generous, then give her a three-week warning. If you want to be less generous, give her a one-week warning. But the key is you give her a warning so she's not out tomorrow, uh, and you also give her an mm-hmm. option, a warning and an option. The warning, warning is you can't stay doing it this way. The option is you mm-hmm. can stay if you do it this way and let her make the choice. So she's making the choice. You're not making it. She's going to say, oh, you're kicking me mm-hmm. out. No, you're not kicking her out. You're giving her two choices, a warning and an option. Which option are you going to take? So I'm, you know, I'm good with that. I think you can be good with that. Uh, and I think you're still being kind and compassionate. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks a lot. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, well, of course. It's my pleasure, Jennifer from Manassas. Let's go to Alicia. Alicia's in Washington, D.C. Hi, Alicia. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello. Hello. What's your comment or question? Okay. I have a question. Okay. Ask. Okay. So, in school... Mm-hmm. There was this um this boy that I never got along with, mm-hmm. and I think he had like a little disability. Like he was really really short. Okay. Like we would sometimes get angry at each other because he would call me names and I would call him names. Okay. So. We never really got along, but mm-hmm. my grandmother was told to forgive no matter what happened in any situation. Okay. So, like now, I forgive people for what they do to me. Okay. But what happens if they don't forgive me? Like, should I feel guilty or should I just keep moving on? Like, what should I do if I already apologized, asked for forgiveness? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't ask, and they wouldn't answer, or they just wouldn't accept it. So what do I do? Do I sit there and wait for them to apologize, or do I just keep moving on? Mm. Well, I tell you what, I'm so proud of you for asking the question. What grade are you in? Sixth grade. Wow. Well, I'm proud of you for asking for wisdom, okay, first of all. And I'm so glad you're listening to my show, Okay. Now, here is my opinion. If you ask for forgiveness, you have done all that you can do. They have to make the decision whether to forgive you or not. If they forgive you, great. If they don't forgive you, move on. But don't try to keep going after them over and over again to forgive you. You ask. And then you let them make the choice because you're giving them the power to make the choice whether to forgive you or not. You don't even have to feel guilty because you've done what you're supposed to do. And that is you said you were sorry. You asked for forgiveness. You admitted that you're wrong. Now that person needs some time. All right. They need time. But then they control now the relationship. And you got to let them make a decision 
on whether they want to continue to be in a relationship with you or not. If they say no, then you have to feel sad about it and then move on with your life. Keep moving, all right? Don't stop. Keep moving. Make other friends, but keep moving. If they forgive you, well, then that's great. Okay, but would I still be forgiven? Well, maybe not by that person, but you're forgiven by God. If you've done something wrong and you've asked God to forgive you for what you did wrong, God says yes every time if you are honest with him and sincere. His answer is yes. But if somebody else doesn't forgive you, you're still forgiven by God, but you're not forgiven by them. And if you're not forgiven by them, there's nothing you can do about it because they're the ones making the decision, not you. Okay. Does that make sense, Alicia? Yes. One other thing you can do, Alicia, is you can pray for that person that they would forgive you. Dear God, I pray is what you want to say to God. I pray that this person will forgive me for what I did wrong and let God work on them. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. I'm so glad uh, you're hanging out with me today. That's Alicia from Washington, D.C., sixth grade. Got to love it, right? I do. And so it's one of the reasons I love my shows. I think that all ages and all stages of life, we can get some wisdom from God. Well, here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, when I get back from my commercial break, I'm going to go to Manassas, Virginia, and talk to Teresa, who's on the line. I also want to talk to you. I've got a couple of open lines. Today's topic is forgiveness. If uh, you want to be forgiven, if you need to forgive, if you have a question about forgiveness theologically or biblically, give me a call, 888-432-7434. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE. In their hit song, A Heart Needs a Second Chance, 38 Special said, please forgive me and forget it. I was wrong and I admit it. Why can't we forget the past? Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and how right they are. Every heart does need an opportunity to forget the past because we all make mistakes. Well, the good news of the Bible is that God is the God of the second chance. God says that when he forgives our sin, he forgets it. 
In fact, the Bible says that he buries it in the depths of the sea. Need a second chance? Need to forget the past? Hey, bring all that to Jesus Christ, and he'll take care of it. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There is a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month, level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-773-0433. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-773-0433. Remember, 800-773-0433. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting exam required to qualify. That number for term busters is 800-773-0433. 800-773-0433. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. And we're back. Hey, listen, give Best Buy Waterproofing a call before the water rises, bestbuywaterproofing.com, or give them a call at 844-980-3707. They'll take care of any waterproofing needs you have. Their number, again, is 844-980-3707. Tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. Now, if you want to give me a call, we are talking today about a deep theological topic forgiveness. Did you know that the first thing that Jesus said when he was on the cross, the seven last words, the first one, you know what it was, right? What was it? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So you have the power to forgive even if somebody has not repented, even if somebody has not, um, you know, asked you uh, for your forgiveness and apologize. Listen, when you do that, you have power. When you do that, you can free yourself from the bitterness, the resentment, the resentment, the anger, the angst. Let it go. Now, I'm going to give you my number, and I'm going to write back to the phone lines. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. All right, Manassas, Virginia, we're going to Teresa, who's on the line. Hi, Teresa. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Thank you. Um, um, currently, I'm going through a divorce. I had to uh, find out that my husband was having an affair, mm-hmm. and he did, uh, did a lot of terrible things. And um, I'm the type of person that I want to do the right thing. Mm. And... Um, so I know to get to heaven, I had to forgive him. But um, have you ever, um, he 
to talk to someone that's been in a situation where they feel like they have to take that forgiveness back when the person is, you know, continuing doing terrible things over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's always difficult when somebody continues to hurt you even after you've forgiven them. The question is, how many times are you supposed to forgive them? Well, Jesus says, keep forgiving them over and over and over again. But that's not easy, is it? I mean, that takes a lot of work. Um, it does. But I will say to you this, Teresa, I heard you say, in order to get to heaven, I must forgive him. I want to just theologically tell you some good news. Here's the good news. Even if you don't forgive him, you'll still go to heaven if you have been forgiven by God and if you're saved. Have you ever invited mm. Jesus Christ into your life? Yes, I have. Then the scriptures said I wanted to do, do the right thing. Yeah, you're saved. So you don't have to forgive him or do any other good works in order to get to heaven. Your place in heaven is is set. You got reservations at the restaurant of heaven and you are set, okay? Yeah, but sometimes I just I just feel like you know, I just want to get back at him you know what i mean retaliate i understand that doesn't make you unsaved i just want to make sure we settle this point first we're still going to deal with what your heart's dealing with but i want to get this Mm -hmm. theological point straight so you don't think that if i don't do right then i'm not going to make it to heaven understand that the only one who did right was jesus if you placed your your faith in jesus then your salvation is secure now you've placed your faith in jesus is that right your salvation's secure. So let's take that off the table, okay? Okay. You're saved no matter what. So we take that off the table. Now, you want to do what's right because you're so thankful you're saved and you want God to be pleased with you, right? Yes. Okay. So what you need to do is you do need to say to your husband, uh, I forgive you. You do need to forgive him. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to stay married to him. The scripture says if someone commits adultery, you can let them go. It doesn't mean that you have to continue to let him uh, do what he wants to do and hurt your heart. All right. So you don't have to continue to do that. Those two things are separate. Forgiving him because he's a sinner and he's hurt you and still not being with him because you don't trust him and he won't do what is right. Both things are true at the same time. Now. If he comes to you and says, honey, look, I am so sorry. I've been screwing around. I'm willing to get help. I'm willing to open up my phone to you. I'm willing to open up my schedule to you. I'm willing to be held accountable by you and by some other men. I'm willing to get counseling. I want this marriage to work. Now, if he says that and you believe in your heart that he means that, then I would say to you, consider receiving him back and consider not getting a divorce and consider God healing this relationship. But if he's not there and he doesn't do that, then you are not required to just keep taking it. And somehow God is uh, upset with you because of what he's doing. Do you understand? So just pray for him. I would pray for him. Absolutely. All the time and pray for yourself because you feel hurt. You feel betrayed. And you probably feel conflicted in your heart because you probably still want them, but you don't want them at the same time. Am I right about that? Yes, you are. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. So you just want this man to get right. And if he gets right, I think you're willing to take him back, right? Yes. 
So I think the strategy is let's keep praying for him. Hang in there as long as you can. Forgive him in your heart and pray. But uh, if he doesn't get right, uh, you're going to have to make a decision at some point how long you're going to take it. Is that helpful, Teresa? It sure is. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. God bless you, okay? You take care. Dear Lord, we lift up Teresa right now. We just pray that you give her strength and patience and wisdom so that she'll know what decision to make at the right time in the right way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I'm coming back in just three minutes. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? So good to see you uh, online. It's good to see you uh, talking to me. And God bless each and every one of you who are there on my Facebook page. Hello to you all, Daryl and Ann and uh, Ket and uh, the rest of you there. Uh, if you want to give me a call, uh, well, I don't have any lines open yet, but if you go ahead and call and get in line, maybe when someone drops, you can be in. Our topic today, if you're just getting in the car uh, or just turning me on, is forgiveness, the theology of forgiveness on this Theological Thursday. So let me keep moving and talk to Kay, who's in Dulles, Virginia. Hello, Kay. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? How are you, Dr. Anderson? I'm doing well. I am as well. well. Thank you. How can I serve you today? I love your show. (laughs) I thank God for his wonderful gift of forgiveness and eternal life. Amen. Uh, I don't have a question necessarily, but just wanted you to encourage the audience uh, in the area of where Mm -hmm. we we know about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We say we forgive. Yeah, And we say that others have forgiven us, but then often we don't forgive ourselves. So mm. still tumbling about in this place of, uh, of sabotaging, I'd say, ourselves yeah. because we don't accept the forgiveness. I uh. um, 
come from an arena of ministering, teaching, working with special needs, domestic violence, mm-hmm. and even uh, in prison. And, and a lot of the problem is that people have uh, displayed behavior because of the yeah. anger behind not being able to forgive themselves yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of the time. Yeah, you make you make a good point. Uh, I, I don't. Let me tell you something. What I believe about forgiving yourself, I don't really see any uh, scripture that actually says we have to forgive ourselves. Now, having said that, because mm-hmm. I know that's just um, semantics. I know exactly what you mean. Right. You mean, and you even said it one time, receiving forgiveness. So when people talk about, I yeah. need to forgive myself, I'm like, no, you don't need to forgive yourself. You need to receive the forgiveness that has been given to you. And so I'm with you on it. I just want to clarify in case somebody's thinking, boy, I need to forgive myself. The the reality is when you've done wrong and God forgives you or when you've done wrong and another person forgives you, all you can do is receive it and say thank you. That's what salvation is. If, If God offers us salvation, when we receive it and say thank you, we're changed. You know, and um, yeah. and I think the same is true with what you're saying, especially with the great work that you're doing. You're talking about a lot of people yeah. who have never really received that forgiveness and said thank you. Right. you know? <laughs> and don't have the Lord as their center of, of conviction oh, yeah, and, and yeah. leadership. That's right. So therefore, we're we're expecting a behavior that really can't be. That's because right. That is the the center of of their existence. I pray a prayer a lot, right. uh, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. That's right. But if if that's not our prayer, yeah. or, or if we don't even know if if the Lord is is not a part of your life, then that's we right. have all of these areas that I've already spoken to where we yeah. you know folks behave in ways that cause them more situations of requiring forgiveness. Yeah, well, it's so... Society mm-hmm. No, I was just going to agree. It's so hard to forgive when you yourself haven't been forgiven by God. It reminds me right. of Ephesians 4.32, which says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. So, yeah, you're right. That connection to God forgiving you gives you the power to forgive others and even to receive forgiveness from others. You make a great point, Kay, and I thank you for making it on my show today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love your show. Thank you you so much. Blessings to you. Well, uh, let's keep rolling. I want to get as many of you as possible. Let's go to Springfield, Virginia, and talk to Margaret, who's on the line. Hi, Margaret. It's David Anderson. How are you? Margaret, are you there? Going once, going twice. Margaret, are you there? There you are. I am. Do you hear me? Now I can. Welcome. What's your comment or question today? Thank you. Um, Basically, I have a comment. Basically, I have a comment. Hold on, let me turn down my... Yeah, turn that radio down, please. Yeah. Um, A number of years ago, my sister-in-law, who was new to our family, and it was a very close-knit family, Mm -hmm. um, said some very mean things and slanderous things about me, and it created a big role with the whole group. Mm -hmm. And this bickering went on for years. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, one time I was in church, and the preacher was, preaching about forgiveness 
Mm-hmm. And the spirit spoke to me, and I went up to her, and I went to everybody in the family, and I pretty much said, look, if there's anything I've done, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, and I ask for your forgiveness. Hmm. And I want you to know that I also forgive you hmm. for what you have done. And, of course, my sister-in-law was like, well, you should be asking for forgiveness and really mm. got on me. And I said, okay, thank you. Mm. I am. And I also forgive you. Mm. And she refused to forgive me. Okay. And for about five years, it went on. And after five years, she came up to me wow. and finally said, hmm. I'm really sorry for everything that's been done. I've been thinking about it. I think we should have bygones be bygones. Mm. It was like all, quote, unquote, her decision. Right. But it took five years for her to forgive, where actually she was the one that started it. But it, the forgiveness started with me yeah. accepting and asking for the forgiveness, even though deep down I thought I was right, but I knew yeah. that... Maybe there was some stuff that I did that I didn't realize I had done. And sometimes that that timing is what that timing is what gets to us. You know, it took five years. Somebody else it may take five weeks or five days, and so it's not always easy. But you did the right thing, and then you just had to be patient. Thank you for sharing that comment with us. Okay, Miss Margaret. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, as soon as you ask for the forgiveness, mm-hmm. it is absolutely freeing because yeah. you can move on that's so right you sure can no that's a good word i appreciate it blessings to you hey yes. let's, let's go to kendra in washington dc hello miss kendra it's dr anderson how are you hey dr anderson Thanks. um so i just had just i just wanted to make a quick comment in case someone was listening maybe having trouble forgiving somebody mm-hmm. so um i was abused by my sister when I was younger when I was a toddler she was 20 years older than me and she used to you know beat me severely and burn my fingers on the stove we had a gas stove Mm. and so I grew up you know with anger issues and things like that and then when my mom died when I was 10 and I lived with my dad as a teenager he was very verbally abusive I mean calling me ugly and just Mm. you know talking about my mom calling me the b-word and then just Mm. so I was able to you know, forgive them, but but one of the things that was key in my forgiveness for both of them was looking at their own pain and things they had Mm. gone through. My sister, she had a lot of anger because she was hurt because my mom didn't take care of her. Mm -hmm. And then my dad, he had been abused. So I think sometimes looking at the past Mm. and looking at the brokenness in another person, and I I actually felt sorry for my sister, and I felt sorry for my father. So that was one of the key things in being able to forgive them. Right. When you see that hurt people hurt people, then you're not just looking at their actions and their attitude. You're looking beyond that to see what are the motivations and what is the pain from whence this behavior mm-hmm. is coming. And so you, God gave you that clear vision. A lot of people don't see that, Kendra, when they're being hurt by someone else. So that compassion God gave you, and I think that helped to free mm-hmm. you, didn't it? So, 
Yes, Praise yes, it Lord. was definitely freeing. And I thought I had forgiven my father a long time ago, but mm. I realized when he was in a hospital and they were calling me saying he was sick and I didn't feel anything at all, mm-hmm. I knew that I hadn't forgiven him. I was like numb to any feelings for him. Mm, isn't that interesting? And well, I knew, yeah. Well, yeah. praise God you're not numb anymore, are you, Kendra? Yes, thank God. He freed you, he freed you, he freed you. Well, God bless you. Thank you for the testimony. I'm going to run to my commercial break right now, and as soon as I get back, uh, we'll see how we can land this plane you've been listening to, you've been looking at. Uh, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This Christmas, experience the magic of the season like never before at the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. Join us for the spectacular Christmas musical, Some Way, Somehow, featuring an all-star cast, including Grammy Award winners David and Tamala Mann, Daryl Walls of The Walls Group, stellar award winner Isaac Curry, and the amazing gospel artist Anisha Figueroa. There's four showtimes to choose from. December 9th at 12 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. and December 16th at 12 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. Don't miss out on this unforgettable holiday experience. Purchase your tickets now at fbcglenarden.org slash swsh or search for First Baptist Church of Glen Arden on Eventbrite. Join us and celebrate the true spirit of the season. Visit us online and secure your seats at fbcglenarden.org slash swsh or search for First Baptist Church of Glen Arden on Eventbrite. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When it comes to supporting local food banks or raising money for those in need, our listeners know they can count on this station to lend a helping hand. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for a connection. A new bill in Congress would ensure AM radio remains free in your car. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. A fraction of a raindrop, three grains of salt, at up to 100 times more potent than morphine. The tiniest amount of illegal fentanyl is all it takes to cause an overdose. Fentanyl can be mixed into heroin, cocaine, pressed pills, meth, and other drugs. It could be in your drugs, and you wouldn't be able to see it, taste it, or smell it. Learn more at cdc.gov slash stop overdose. What does it actually mean to speak your truth? Can anyone ever define what that means? Well, maybe it's the wrong question to be asking anyway. Here's Dr. Jeff Myers. So we have a whole generation that has become infatuated with the idea that we speak our truth rather than seek the truth. And it has led to a whole lot of misery. Truth changes everything. That's this week on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Weekday mornings at 4 and 7.30 on WAVA. More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year. Totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us 
on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com Thank you so much for your kind donations. Let me see if I can get one more phone call in. Uh, we're going to Springfield, Virginia to talk to Dana, who's on the line. Hi, Dana. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. i got just a couple of minutes, but I wanted to hear from you. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make this as brief as I can. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm dealing with um, 21 years of resentment towards my father. Um, mm. And, you know, it started when I was 13. He was remarried to a woman that I wasn't really a fan of. And throughout the years, they've proven to be uh, manipulative and mm. just kind of harsh, you know, right. and he's very good at semantics and making you feel like you're going crazy or you mm-hmm. didn't say something. Mm-hmm. And I've had a very hard time forgiving that. And mm. I just have a deep seated hatred for myself because mm. of that. Do you hate your father? I, I feel sorry for him because mm. I don't think he realizes what he's done. What about her? Um, I, I wouldn't say that I hate her, but I don't like her. Understand. Well, you don't have to like her. First of all, you're not allowed to hate him or her, Mm -hmm. uh, but you're definitely not allowed to hate yourself. And so, uh, I would not turn the resentment that you have towards your father or her on yourself. I would start praying for him. You probably already do, but anyway, pray for him. That's how you get rid of the resentment in your own heart. Pray God's best for him. Pray for him to be healed. Uh, but you don't turn it on yourself. There's no reason for you to hate yourself because God loves you. And so you need to love your the, the person that God created. Uh, and their behavior is no reflection on your value. Let me say it again. Their behavior is no reflection on your value. Now I'm going to say it one more time so it gets into your soul. Their behavior has no reflection on your value value. You are valued because you are God's daughter and his princess. And whether your father lives up to that or not, you are valued by almighty God. Did you hear me? Just, I, I don't know. I feel kind of like I've lost touch with God for a Mm. long time. And even though I asked him into my heart a long time ago, he feels so far away. Yeah. Well, let's let's pray right now because I've got to end the show, but I want to pray with you and even beyond the show, yeah. you keep praying. Dear Lord Jesus, okay. I pray for Dana. I pray that Dana keeps praying after this show is over and calls out to you that she might feel your presence right now. 
I pray that she feels your pleasure, your forgiveness, and your intimacy. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.